Welcome to the What If Cast with Christine and Justin, where we take a deep dive into what if theories that'll blow your mind. So what's on your mind? Uh, you know, I just, uh, I always look forward to these episodes, so been looking forward to this. Is that the truth? That's the honest truth. I love doing these. You know, I believe you. You know why? Why? Because we can't lie in this episode. No way. No lying. Actually, no one could lie on earth. You know, what if that happened? <laughs> Let's talk about it. How often do people lie? I think it depends on what you consider a lie. Because I feel like a lie is pretty straightforward. It's anything that's not the truth. But how much of an omission counts as a lie? Because if if omissions count as a lie to a certain point, I think people lie pretty often. Yeah. I think in this scenario, in this what if, you basically are just spitting out your thoughts in a way. Like you just can't help it. I think a lot of what we say isn't always our full thought. It's we're, we're specifying our thoughts for the people we're talking to. So we're just going to be totally honest with the audience this, uh, this episode, huh? Yeah. Let's just see what comes out of my brain. Hey guys, the zombie episode didn't do too well. Is it because <laughs> you guys thought that was going to be scary? Cause it wasn't, did you think it was going to be gruesome? It wasn't that either. I saw that. I saw the stats on that one. <laughs> wow. That was funny, Justin. It's also funny how we spent 20 minutes talking about another topic and we're just going with this topic now. It's even funnier that I prepped a completely different third topic all day long. <laughs> only for it to hey. get changed literally right after we click the record button. I don't know if people like this behind the scenes stuff, but we're saying it. You're welcome, people. If you're people. So I can ask you anything and you have to completely say what's in your brain. Yeah, go for it. Why not? What do you think about my nose? Honestly, I think you got a nice looking nose. I feel like it, it fits your face. I, I appreciate that. But we need some, some dirty deets here. How about this? You got to be honest with me too. What's my most annoying hobby? <laughs> I was going to say talking, but only about games in detail. How do you feel about my answer? I mean, I already knew the answer to that. <laughs> you've, you've straight up told me. All right. So let's broaden it, right? So soon? Yeah. Got a problem with that? I just feel like maybe we could we could let it simmer a little more. You know, right, we can get simmer. into uh, the, the two of eggs. us. I feel like, what? Let's be eggs. As in, let's simmer. Do they simmer? I think liquid simmers, but... Maybe other things like eggs can too. I have a face that you can read. Uh, not that people know what my face looks like, but my eyebrows give me away. It's a blessing and a curse. I don't think it's your face that gives you away. I think you just have a tendency that when somebody asks you a question that you want to answer them honestly. Well, I think that's a good thing. <laughs> Though sometimes there are situations where you can't be completely honest with people. You know, sometimes there are surprises. Sometimes there are secrets that friends tell you and you, you can't reveal it, That's very hard for me. 
Would you say you have a good poker face? I, I didn't always. I feel like I've gotten a little bit better at it over the years, but probably not. I feel like you're very good at articulating your thoughts in a way that makes people feel good. So in a way that might, it's not, it's not filtering, but it's positioning your thoughts in a way that, I don't know. Yeah. makes people feel good. My thing is that I feel like a lot of people view everything that everybody says as either being a lie or being the truth. And to me, I feel like that, that immediately takes a lot of stuff out of the equation because I really don't think, I really don't think that's true. I really feel like not everything is just a lie or just the truth. There's room for being tactful with the way that you say something. And that's not, you know, scheming. That's not being deceitful. It's just saying something in a tactful, respectful, understanding kind of way. Also, there are different sides to the story. And I usually see a lot of sides. So if I say something, it might not be everything that's in my brain. When I write in my diary or when I write things down, you know, those thoughts that I had at that moment and those partial thoughts aren't first, first of all, my complete thoughts. And then maybe 10 minutes later, I think something else. So thoughts are very intricate. When do you think is a good time to lie? When someone's about to die. Elaborate, please. Because let's say, let's say like, you know, they, uh, yeah, they're about to die. You just want them to feel as good as possible. And no matter, you know, you just want them to, to rest peacefully. So maybe you say things like, you know, you're going to a better place or, you know, your daughter, uh, is good again. I don't know. So, things that. <laughs> I am so confused. You're going to tell a dying person that your, your daughter is good again. Maybe they were a bad seed. Cause here's the thing. Having a world where nobody can lie is a difficult thing because I mean, I just, I feel like lying is one of those things that's always bad, but it's not always wrong. And when you mix that with what I just said before about having tact in the way that you approach something, I feel like it just leads to too many bad situations. If you have people constantly blurting out with, with no regard for what they're about to say, just the honest thing that they might be thinking at that moment. It's probably good to lie tactfully with knowledge of your friends or your family where, you know, specific things that bother them or that they're not okay with, you know, and maybe you're just kind of benefiting their day if you don't say that particular thing. I feel like probably if I had to guess, I think the most common lie that you would hear nowadays, but probably in the history of everything is I'm fine. I think, I think it's a very simple one, but I think a lot of people lie about that and not even in a malicious way. And sometimes not even in a very deep, impactful way. You could have a really just like a mediocre, boring morning. Maybe you overslept. Maybe you spilled your coffee on yourself. Maybe you got stuck in traffic. But the moment you see somebody and they ask you how you're doing, you say, I'm fine. It's not true. It's at that point. It's not you know, hiding something, but it's still a lie. Again, is it bad? I mean, I guess lying is always bad, but it's not necessarily the wrong thing to do because you know, the day just proceeds. You preserve the status quo that way. It is weird that we have these certain things that we always say. Like, for example, I'm fine. I'm good. 
what's up? Not much. (laughs) (laughs) Like, are they pointless conversations? I feel like we need some filler conversations because sometimes people just don't know what to say, but they want to engage. And so I feel like these are just purposeful, engaged conversations. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> Tell me how you real feel. I'm not going to lie, though. I don't, I don't really know. I don't really know how to respond to that. They're just scripts, you know? How are you, how are you doing? I'm good. So, so you're saying that if people didn't tell those sort of surface level lies about how they were doing, conversation might be more interesting. Absolutely. If someone asks you how you're doing, you could be like, well, I really need to pee, um, but I'm not going to because I, I, I have to keep working. And then the first can be like, yeah, all right. Would they say, yeah, all right? Because I feel like the more truthful answer to that is I didn't, I didn't care to hear that. Don't ever oh, say yeah. that to me again. <laughs> yeah, true. Because it's not all right. You hear someone say that and you're like, no, get away from me. Well, you asked me to say that, you know, how I was doing. So that's how I'm doing. That's a fair statement. And I stand by my previous comment. How are you doing, Justin? I'm fine. (laughs) I feel like this podcast is going pretty well. And I'm I'm excited to see how it keeps going. That's how I'm doing. Do you think you you would have the same life if you could not lie for a full year? Uh, no, I'd have a much different life. I think a lot of the stuff that I do just sort of regularly and especially socially, I just like, I won't really get into it because that's, that's, and it's not just me. I feel like that's everybody. There are a lot of things that you just do or you, or you don't do, and you have a reason or multiple reasons for it, but you never get into it. It's never really anybody's business, but if somebody, if someone were to press me about it and usually I just be like, oh, you know, I have my reasons. Let's leave it at that. If I can't lie, I have to answer all of those questions. Now I got everybody trying to act like my own personal diary. I'm not trying to do that. I feel like in a year's time, that would probably mess up most of my relationships that I have with other people. Yeah, I think it's different if only you didn't lie. If the whole world couldn't lie, then rules would change. You know, if you were done with talking to someone, you would say that. And that would be maybe okay, because that's just what people say now. See, that's the thing. I mean, I'm, uh, this is, I'm genuinely curious in a world where nobody could lie. Could you still be respectful? Would that still exist? Because to me, that's the most important part. No, I don't think, I don't think so. I think maybe respectful is part of lying in a way maybe and if it is then so be it it's not your thoughts specified i don't know it's it's a little over dramatic of a comparison but think about it like this the air you breathe is not just oxygen it's it's a blend of different things and there's a reason for that because if you were just inhaling pure oxygen you would die you know it's i feel like it's sort of the same way if you were to just give somebody the, the pure, raw, unfiltered truth all the time, nobody would like you, period. And they would, they would, you, they'd have a reason for not liking you because you have no tact. You have no respectfulness. You're not cognizant of, their, of them. You're just speaking. And I feel like it's just not a, it wouldn't be a good world if everybody did that. Well, I feel like if everyone did that, then... It would be different. I think people 
would be understanding that, hey, this person doesn't want to hang out right now. That's, you know, just how they feel. I don't know. It's interesting. Like, would there be a need for trials? Could you even have a trial if nobody could lie? Because obviously we're thinking about it in the sense of, uh, you know, just a person on the stand either telling the truth or not. And I guess with, with nobody being able to lie or even tactfully present their words, I guess perspective would be taken out of it too. But I just feel like trials, they'd be so messy. Yes, I did this thing and I did it because I am, I am incredibly biased in this particular way. And then you look at the jury and the jury is like, well, all of us are biased as well. We were asked not to be. And here <laughs> we would like you to believe that we are not biased, even though we can't prove that we're not. Here is our result. <laughs> well, see, I, I feel like, yeah, the one person would be like, well, I did the thing. I don't know. I just feel like there, there would be less trials because the person would come out and say what they did. I guess. <laughs> it is funny, though. Who do you feel you are the most truthful with? I'm probably the most truthful with you. Well, you know, like the reason why is because we're uh, we're more or less equal in the sense that we just what we're we're together because we want to be. Mm-hmm. Our 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 shared history starts the started the moment that we actually met each other, which was you know just a couple of years ago. And I feel like while a lot of people can be truthful with their families, and they are to certain degrees depending on the situation, there are some things that you just I don't know. You're just not comfortable talking about with your family. And I feel like that's different because you have a sort of different dynamic with them. But with you, I feel like it's more of an equals thing. So mm-hmm. we end up talking truthfully about a lot of stuff. I kind of like, cause we've done this before where we say, Hey, you know, anything that's in our brain, let's just spit out. We've done that a couple of times. And I think that's pretty cool. I think that's something cool to do with friends, like anyone that's listening in, just anyone you know, if you're comfortable with them, say, hey, right now for like the next 10 minutes, let's just spit out whatever's in our brain, whatever comes to mind without any hesitation. Doesn't matter how it sounds. Let's go. And let's see how well we could do. Yeah, we got to make this good for the listeners. Why why don't you ask me another question and uh, make it like a real good one. Make it something that people would really want to know the answer to. What's your most embarrassing story? I, I just don't know the answer to that off the top of my head. I have to think about that. Was it when I threw up on you? That wasn't really embarrassing for me. Yeah, it's kind of embarrassing for me. Do you remember it? No. Well, it can't be. <laughs> Did we talk about the uh, Ricky Gervais film, The Art of Lying? Uh, It's called The Invention of Lying, actually. Ah, The Invention of Lying. (laughs) Did you see that? Yeah, I saw it. Honestly, I thought that movie started off incredibly funny. Like, like legitimately one of the funniest movies I've seen starting off. And then I think in the last act, it it sort of stopped trying to be funny. And it, it took on this much more somber feel and it got really serious. And so by the by the very end, when they were trying to crack jokes again, I, I don't know. I didn't think they were funny in the same way because they they almost abandoned the premise. Yeah, I have to watch that again. I kind of forget. Maybe it wasn't that good then. <laughs> for uh, for the audience who doesn't know, The Invention of Lying is a movie. Uh, it's, it's written and starred by the comedian Ricky Gervais. 
the premise is that well, it's actually kind of similar to what we were talking about. The world is and has always been a place where lying doesn't exist. Everybody speaks the truth completely unfiltered in the moment that they think it. And they're often very rude and unsympathetic people. And one day, Ricky Gervais, in a very sort of dire circumstance, it sort of occurs to him that he can say something that just is not the truth. And he becomes the first and only person in the whole world, in the entire history of the world, that can lie. It is a funny concept. Like if you woke up one day and someone, like let's say your roommate farted and they were like, man, like I'm glad that wasn't that stinky. Like I thought it was going to be more, you know? And like just everyone's saying these random things. (laughs) Like that's funny. (laughs) Every time we talk about this topic, you always bring up farting. Why? I'm just trying to think of something funny. I'm going to give you this uh, thing I made because it's really not that great uh, and I don't want it, but I think you might want it. So here you go. Uh, there, Since we're talking about the movie, there is a scene from the movie and it's, it's in the beginning part. And it's the, it's the part of the movie that I thought was probably the most funny where uh, the main character, you know, played by Ricky Gervais, right before he goes to sleep, he's just watching some TV and there is a, uh, a brutally honest Coca-Cola commercial uh-oh. And it's just it's just a guy. There's no pretense either. It's just a guy in a white room with a can of Coke. And he's like, we want you to keep buying Coke. We understand it's, it's not the best thing for you. Uh, <laughs> we know there are other drinks out there. They're probably better. In fact, they are. Uh, but we want you to keep buying Coke. And then he takes a sip of it. And he's like, mm, it's a little too sweet. And then the logo shows up on the screen. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> it's also funny because I just had Coke. Great commercial. I think that's what I was thinking as I was drinking it. Like I knew, I knew like it's going to not make my teeth, you know, feel great. It's, it's bad for me. And towards the end, I was like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of sick of it, you know? And I just kind of wanted that initial drink. And that's why I drink Coke for that initial sip. What if the Geico commercials were honest? Well, I'll tell you one thing. They would certainly not have a uh, an animated mascot promoting their insurance product. They'd have some normal person doing it. And they would just say, hey, uh, we at Geico know that you know about our company. We've been putting our brand name in your faces and in your, your households for years. We know <laughs> that you know who we are. And we're hoping that because you remember our insurance company's name, that you'll continue to buy our insurance. Yeah, everyone knows Geico. That's brilliant. That was a good commercial. That would I buy be the, it. That'd be the new slogan. Everybody knows Geico. You know that you could save 15% or more on car insurance. It's in your brain. So just choose us. We know that you could choose Aflac. Choose Aflac. We're not Geico, but you also know about us. <laughs> what would be the the worst brand to, to tell the truth about as a commercial? Like soda's a good one. Any kind of university? <laughs> Pay us $60,000 so your child could potentially get a job and then have to pay student loans for the rest of their lives. We certainly hope that the degree that they earn will help them get a job, but we can't be sure. And honestly, most of the people who graduate from our university don't get the jobs that they want. Sign up today. Your kid might experience sex, heavy drinking, 
And they might even skip all the classes that you're paying for. Choose us today. We've learned today in our school of lying that it it is a powerful tool. And it's not just lying or telling the truth. It's using your words with other people in mind, you know, saying things that make people feel good or, you know, maybe not revealing everything that needs to be said at that particular time. Maybe you say it later. It's having power with your words and have and having an effect on other people. Knowing that if someone tells the truth that you don't love, well, that's just the truth. They can't help it. Listen, everybody, this is just my opinion. I think it's always better to tell the truth, but it's in, it is entirely possible to tell the truth and not be a jerk. <laughs> you can be honest with somebody, you can tell them how you feel, and you can do it in a way that doesn't make you look really bad and really rude. If you're one of those people that prides yourself on having no filter, that's fine, but you might you might want to ask around and see what people think of you for that. And if the, if the if the majority opinion is that you could choose your words a little more carefully, what invest in some lying, maybe. <laughs> invest in some tact. I think that was the best episode we ever done. Was that the lie or the truth? You don't know. What was a good thing to say? Maybe. As always, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Stay tuned for more words from us. That's not the name of the podcast. The What If Cast with us. There you go. Hey. (laughs)